Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? Stab 2? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. Hey, no, 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 come on, man. Oh, please, please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. It's bullshit generalization. Many sequels have surpassed their original. Oh, yeah? Name one. Welcome back, helpless victims, to the Complete Guide to Horror podcast. Today, BP, Coop and I are discussing Scream 2, the 1997 sequel to the runaway slasher success of 1996. In this instalment, we catch up with Sydney Prescott, the final girl from the first instalment, as she enters a new chapter in her life, college, with new friends, a new boyfriend, and the lovable Randy from the first instalment. But, Ghostface has returned, and who could it be this time? Is it her new boyfriend, an obsessed stalker, or possibly Gail Weathers, the news reporter from the first instalment who returns to chase Sydney with yet another story, this time confronting Sydney in person with the just-released-from-prison Cotton Weary, who was falsely accused to have murdered Maureen Prescott, Sydney's mother. You're nothing but an ugly, ungrateful little whore! Just like your mother! Who was that? My mother. Is it possible that Cotton's out for revenge? As the movie progresses, we unfortunately lose fan favourite character Randy and discover the Ghostface killer this time is no other than Lancey Loomis, the mother of Billy Loomis, one of the killers from the first movie, and also Sydney Prescott's ex-boyfriend. Nancy is on a quest to kill Sydney as revenge and has hired a serial killer to befriend Sydney and kill her. It's interesting that Scream 2 took the opposite path of what your typical generic horror sequel would follow. Previously, sequels would either follow entirely new characters, be in the same setting, or take a bizarre route, especially if we talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, other slashes like Friday the 13th. Scream 2 was also plagued by numerous leaks of its script, where entire portions and entire drafts were uploaded to the internet. I remember when our family got dial-up internet back in the early 2000s, it would take like a good hour so long, just to yeah. wait for like a two-minute trailer to load. There were definitely some changes compared to the original script for Scream 2 compared to what was released. So there were also two killers. It was going to be Billy Loomis's mother and Sydney Prescott's boyfriend, who was played by Jerry... I forget his last name. I think it's not Jerry Trainer. That's a guy from iCarly. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry Brockham. to me they're both the same person (laughs) Um, there were also talks of there possibly being a third killer it's never really been established who the third killer might be like whether it's Sydney's best friend in college or if it's someone who has returned it could have also been Stu Barker because they never explicitly state in the first movie whether Billy and Stu have died No, I don't at all. I actually find Scream 2 to be really boring now. So whether that's a result of me watching this movie so many times in my childhood, or maybe it isn't as entertaining as the first one. My favourite part of the movie is definitely seeing Sydney in a different different location. So I love that it wasn't just the exact same first Scream movie same location, same characters, same this. I like that they took a different approach. 
But in saying that, I always cringe at the part where the boyfriend is in the cafeteria and starts like singing and dancing oh, on top wow. of the yeah. table. I I have to fast forward it. It is so shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just Dawson's There's more Craig. Bellings in it as well, which I mm, don't really like very much. <laughs> don't, don't like Tori Spelling. Nah. <laughs> just all right, 90210, but maybe not in screen. Just kind of annoyed me. She's good in scary movie too. Bring it on! He's my middle name, bitch. Ooh. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the character she plays in scary movie too. Just mm. like the dumb, but like obsessed. <laughs> like who gets obsessed with a ghost? But yeah. anyway, I thought the meta take on this was also interesting. At the beginning, they show people at a screening for the first stab movie which is a big thing in the Scream franchise from Scream 2 onwards. But for the Drew Barrymore character, they have Heather Graham play her. So it's like famous Hollywood actress playing another famous Hollywood actress based upon a fake movie. But in that scene too, I remember watching this when I was very little and being so upset because for some reason at one point in time, I thought horror movies were real. So I thought I was watching people die. Like actual people die. And I remember my mom saying, What are you sad for? And I was like, That guy got a knife through his head when he's like leaning against the stall. And she's like, What are you talking about? This isn't real. And I was like, Ah, okay then. And like from that point on, I was fine with horror movies. But I remember like he gets stabbed in the ear. Jada Pinkett Smith is in this movie. And I guess someone said something bad about her because Ghostface tries to kill her. (laughs) 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 Oh, but you will sit through a movie called Stab. Adrenaline Marine. Mm -hmm. It's good to be scared. It's primal, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm going to tell you what it is, okay? It's a dumbass white movie about some dumbass white girls (laughs) getting their white asses cut the fuck up, okay? That whole scene where she gets stabbed and she's trying to get away from him and he keeps stabbing her. I remember at the time thinking, holy shit. And even now rewatching it being like, wow, this is more brutal than I remember. She's Mm -hmm. clearly in a lot of pain. She gets to the front. And, of course, everyone thinks it's a publicity stunt or it's something because everyone's in ghost face masks. First of all, I'm still pissed off that I never received, like, a ghost face costume when I've gone to the movies to watch a screen movie. Mm -hmm. That is so unfair. What a (laughs) ripoff, eh? Yeah, like, if you want to be meta on top of meta, do that. No, but I thought it did a solid job as a sequel. I found the opening of this movie... I found it really hard to take seriously. I don't know if it is a play on it being a parody in some parts, but I just kind of really dislike that whole movie theater scene because it, it, again, it goes on for like 15, 20 minutes at that point, And I just wasn't really warming to it. I just thought it's kind of stupid. And again, I go back to scary movie two, because when he goes to the toilet, all I could think of was in scary movie two, where you hear they're like, to the glory hole and then gets jabbed. I don't know if you guys remember, there's a scene where Gail, looks like she's in a music uh, studio or by production studio and she's trying to escape the killer and it's where the mm. you know obviously where you go to the microphone you sing and you've got the controls behind but it's behind the wall so you can't hear vice versa mm. unless you've got the microphone going i actually like that scene because she's actually going between the walls and she's trying to escape the killer and it's actually quite a good shot if you go back and watch it do he get stabbed in in the back and he's like trying to signal to gail but there's no sound is that 
Yeah. Yeah, and she yeah that was really of, good. She's, walk, she's walking around and you can sort of see as soon as she goes around the corner, he then comes around like they've yeah, obviously synced yeah. it quite well. Really, I thought that was, that a, was a really, really good scene yeah. in it. And then the only thing that detracted me from Gail in that movie was with the red uh, <laughs> the red hair going on. I didn't know that was her oh, idea. That, or yeah, I look, oh, that look hair's a lot people. better than the, uh, the movie yeah. we're talking about next. <laughs> Let's bag. just say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like a four year old with a pair of bloody plastic scissors, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Scream too. I think it, it, you know you only really need to watch it once or twice. It's sad that Randy dies, so there's you know like oh you know we mean business kind of thing by getting rid of someone who was in the original that kind of thing. I like particularly the scenes in the film class when they're talking about it, and then you've got like fifty Randys having their opinion on this shit. I do want to say with the opening scene of them at the theater. All I can think of is scary movie as well, especially Brenda at the movies. That to me is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. No matter how many times I watch it, I will piss myself laughing, especially when she's like, back up, let me through. (laughs) (laughs) You can move your axe on the theater. Yeah. <laughs> you on candid camera now. Yeah. <laughs> and someone in the background is like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I've had some instances where I've gone to a movie theater and I've had to go full on Brenda. Bitch, hang the phone up and start 69 is ass. Damn. Just so yeah. that like a group of teenagers will just shut the fuck up on trying to watch, you know, something stupid like Annabelle 34 or whatever. But <laughs> I think... Like, I don't think I'm giving the scary movie series enough credit for just how well it does these parodies of Scream. This is just a side note. I find that when scary movies, especially in its later entries, try to parody non-Scream, non-Slashes, it kind of fell a bit flat. I think its parody of The Ring is probably one of the funniest movies of all time. (laughs) Getting water on my floor. The hair and then lifts up the arm and presses the other arm. It I've looks like to, a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to sit through, and I've ne- I've still never gotten through Scary Movie Five. Oh, you have to. Uh, uh, do I? <laughs> the, only, the only funny bit is the um the Black Swan section where it's okay. Ashley Tisdale having a little lesbian moment, and they've sort of instead put gifts and stuff in. There's like a cat licking a lollipop. There's two oh scissors going at each other. There's two hot dogs rubbing against each other. There's a yeah. train going in a tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that movie though. Yeah, isn't it? If scary movie was going to come back, because there hasn't been a new one since the 2013 one. I mean, Scream came back. Why don't they just do scary movie and just call it scary movie? Brackets mm, 2022. I'd be, yeah. I'd be I'd be down for that. I know a little bit of slang in there. Say, yo, that jacket is tight, son. Yummy. Yo, that jacket is tight, son. Yummy. Yummy. Yeah, yeah, so something like that. You can throw it all together. Right. Hey, 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 kick. Yo, uh, no, that jacket is tight. Now run that shit, bitch. Yummy. But like, they would have to bring back the Wayans brothers, um, yeah. Anna Faris, who plays Cindy, bring back Brenda. Uh, yeah, yeah was, Regina was any, Hall. Was anybody of note attached to Scary Movie 5 for like writing and directing? It was the same. Zucker, was it the Zucker dude, Dave Zucker, or whatever his name is? Uh, he. He came in, okay, so there's actually some trivia about Scary Movie 5. Halfway through the movie, the Weinstein Company were not competent in the movie. They thought it was going to be as funny as, like, the first four entries. What they got delivered was just the edit where it was Black Swan, the Paranormal Activity parody, which weren't actually, like, the Paranormal Activity shit was never funny. 
Black Swan, no. yeah, could Black Swan could have worked, but yeah. they had to refilm a lot of it. So they brought mm. David Zucker in, and you could definitely tell that there's some parts of Scary Movie Five that, like, oh, this is a funny part. Oh, this was part of the yeah. reshoots. But yeah, then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah the other parts I, of the movie just not that funny. I think it's the opening that's the killer because, like, you know, I like Lindsay Lohan as an actor, even though like what she's gone through. I think, you know, whatever it is. But with her and Charlie Sheen, I find Charlie Sheen a bit kind of not feral. What's the word? A bit like dirty now. Nah, fe- nah feral's the right word. Hey, yeah. yeah. Apparently, Lindsay Lohan was very careful about filming being in a bed with Charlie yeah. Sheen, and I do not blame her. Hey, same. Nope. But that Especially... opening scene is yeah, that funny. I mean, apart from the um, that music mm. that plays, it's kind of funny. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It felt like it was written by the same people who wrote like date movie or superhero yeah, movie. <laughs> like those are the parodies where I'm like, not that good. Oh, hey, <laughs> I had I'd forgotten all about date movie and epic movie. Those movies were really bad. <laughs> I, I remember my they like, was... like it's probably like Meet the Spartans. That was probably the only best one next to Scary oh, Movie. God. Oh God, it had, it, it had its moments. If you're missing. Yeah, I'd never watched that one. I didn't mind. Um, there was some oh. good lines in a uh, uh, superhero movie, um, but I think that's the last one that I. They need to do another superhero movie. It's. I mean, look at the state of cinema right now. They need to do another superhero movie. Titanium blades. They cut through diamonds. I'm not wearing any diamonds. I am a huge fan of Vampires Suck, the yeah. like vampire parody cool. one of Twilight. There's it's some really parts well in it done. which are so stupid, but it's so because funny. Who's that? Snooky, Wow, DJ Polly D. No, not the douchebags from the Jersey Shore. The yeah. actor of Bella in Vampire Suck is like perfect, like on point with Kristen Stewart in Twilight. And they do such a good job at it. And it's yeah. got, what's the name? Kelsey. She's like, yeah, she's like, if you touch Rick's wang, I'll cut you. And then just like walks off and it's just like, oh. Yeah. And they put in like all the over the top sound effects. Like that was one of the movies where I was like, shit, it was re- this was made by the same people who made Date Movie. This movie is actually funny though. Like Date Movie, I remember watching it being like, ha, huh? What? Yeah. The opening scene, I think, is Breaking Dawn, part one and two, when it came out in movies. And I remember it just brings me flashbacks. And if anyone remember when Red Rooster was doing like a promo for Twilight, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was that. And I remember the ads were always glorifying Twilight, like Breaking Dawn, part one and two. And I'm like, mm. it's a crap vampire film. Just while we're on the topic of uh, Twilight, I've, I've got a confession to make that I'm not proud of. I have <laughs> wa- I <laughs> not watched. I have um, read all of the Twilight books. Same. I stole the books from the library. (laughs) Um, I mean, I was about 15 when I read them. I remember it being interesting enough to read them all, but I don't know how, I don't think I'd be able to go back. I've seen like excerpts from the book and some of the just really bad writing in it. I was like, damn, I didn't notice any of this when I was younger. (laughs) Yeah. I remember watching a clip of the movies and I audibly groaned when it was the part where they're in the tent and they're like, no, Bella, you have to be skin to skin contact with Jacob. And I'm like, if you're going to do like a gratuitous shot of a guy with abs or whatever, you have to be fully committed to it. Don't make it look like it's part of like this deep and meaningful story. (laughs) It was so fucking stupid. I just... They did that in the earlier ones. They just had scenes with like Jacob taking his shirt off and stuff, obviously just for that vibe. Yeah. I don't know why they would need to <laughs> hide behind and that in, in a subsequent film. They mocked that in Vampire Suck and there's a scene where he just takes his shirt <laughs> off and he goes, why did you take your shirt off? And it says contract says so. And then he looks at the camera with the contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, we've, re- we've, really, we've really veered off here, haven't we? <laughs> 
Thanks, I'm Justin. sure there's some audience overlap between Scream 2 and a teenage movie from 2008. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, do we feel that Scream 2 holds up today, 25 years after release? I like that they leaned into some of the jokes and references from the first one, particularly with the like the fake movie, Tory Spelling, like the joke in the first one. Oh, with, with any luck, yeah. I'll be played by Tory Spelling and... Bingo. And then back, yeah. This like shit that. writes itself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All I could think of is maybe when Chris Rock made that joke about her having alopecia, maybe she should have been like, I got my money, I asked for your <laughs> for money. Your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would ever think, you know, if you traveled back in time to 1997 and you said, oh, that girl that dies at the start of Scream 2, yeah, her husband's going to slap Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. Like... <laughs> And, you would think that I'm on drugs if I said that. <laughs> and you're not going to be able to find news on anything else. I've heard every take. I've seen every meme. Just let's move on now. I wish he bitch slapped him like he did and said that was a spiral and then walked off. That was just a diversion to get us out of the precinct. I need everyone on this case. Oh, yeah, that would have been so much better. See, everyone would have forgiven him then because that movie sucked. <laughs> like, why didn't he do that? I would have done that. I'd be like, yes. Have you heard the anti-vax take on all, all this shit? There's already all those fucking... Oh, QAnon? Yeah, oh, blah, or uh, whatever you want to call the type of people that will just believe anything they read on Reddit. But apparently Pfizer is releasing a drug that treats alopecia. These anti-vax motherfuckers think that that was... A like story. a cover-up if you... Search alopecia. No, not a cover-up. What's it called? Like a publicity stunt to sort of bring attention to alopecia as a condition. So these motherfuckers will believe anything. I don't know whether to laugh sometimes or just to be like, Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with this movement? Yeah. Hey, um, just one thing I want to mention with uh, Scream 1 and 2. I don't know if you guys know. The box office for number two was less than a million of what the first one made, which is pretty good when you think about a sequel, that it pretty much made the same money, considering the leaks that had happened in number two, Justin. I do think, though, from memory, when I was researching for this podcast, the movie studio was expecting at least a 10% increase in the box office because mm. Scream, when it first came out, it's a brand new like intellectual property. It needs to make its mark. It's then easier to make box office returns with an existing IP, so usually... Yeah a movie studio does put like a 25% expected return on the original film's box office. And then yep. when you get into like other sequel territory, like number three or number four, the expected does go way down. I was surprised that it actually took in less than Scream 1. Most people know Scream 2, but then most people, if you say, have you watched the original? They actually might say no. But they might have seen Scream 2. They might have seen Scream 4. The budget was pretty good. I'm just having a look. It was 14, 14 and 15 mil for the first and 24 for the second. Mm, yeah, you could tell they stepped up production with the second one. More yeah, set they went to a university yeah. campus this time. <laughs> Thanks, BP and Coop, for joining me today. Listeners, in our next episode, we discuss Scream 3, the mixed sequel, and we continue our Scream miniseries with the fourth and fifth installments including some news on the upcoming sixth installment due for release in March 2023. Plus, from July, we discuss all the Chucky films and the TV series in our Child's Play mini-series. Comment below if you'd like to see us take on a particular horror movie, or if you would like to join as a guest co-host, feel free to get in touch. Feel free to chuck us a like, comment, tip, all that stuff. 
Subscribe for more if you'd like to be the first to listen to our newest apps. And if you hated our podcast... Just like you, I'd like to get back on with my own life. Do you have any comments? You bitch. Oh, Sydney, <laughs> hey, 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 deep deep oh, share with us, please. Oh, I'll share with you. Okay, okay, okay. Right. <laughs> Did you get that all film? Yes, I got that all film. Emergency. Hello. I just killed my boyfriend.